welcome to the Water Cooler, everybody. I'm David Brody. I'm glad you're with us. It is Thursday, November 12, 2020. And look, if you listen closely, you're going to hear the media, liberals, Democrats, all playing the same instrument. They have begun to beat the drum. I love that ending. That's a beautiful ending. Uh, indeed, the drumbeat getting louder for President Trump to give it up, concede defeat. Yeah, right, not a chance. At least uh, not for now. Still, Democrat Senator Chuck Schumer has a message for all his Republican colleagues who refuse to get with the program. When it comes to the election, Republicans, congressional Republicans, don't have the evidence. They don't have the proof. They don't have anything. Neither does the president. Congressional Republicans are deliberately casting doubt on our elections for no other reason but fear of Donald Trump. These Republicans are all auditioning for profiles and cowardice. So this morning, I have a very simple message for Senate Republicans. The election is over. It wasn't close. President Trump lost. Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Kamala Harris will be the next vice president of the United States. Senate Republicans, stop denying reality. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, don't expect Republicans, by the way, to jump ship quite yet. Of course, that hasn't stopped Joe Biden from moving on with his president-elect type business. I mean, he's named his longtime aide and friend Ron Klain to be his, I guess we'll call him chief and staff uh, elect, kind of, maybe, as long as I become president type person. Anyhow, I guess that's what you call him. Of course, Klain is on record saying that election fraud is totally existing in our voting system. So there you have that. Uh, meanwhile, many conservatives are jumping ship, not off the Trump train, but to Parler, the new popular app. Goodbye, Twitter. More on that coming up. But right now, I want to get to our first guest. He's host of the nationally syndicated Eric Metaxas radio show, a number one New York Times bestselling author, and his latest book, I love it, Donald in the Fake News. <laughs> Eric Metaxas joins us here on The Water Cooler. Eric, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. David, I love being here. Congratulations on the show. And I'm thrilled to hear about Real America's Voice. We obviously need new conservative media. I won't say why, but I'm just saying this is awesome. I consider myself part of that uh, that alternative team, which is becoming the A-team. Just psyched to see you guys doing this. Well, Eric, I appreciate that. And I want to start by you giving me your overall view about this election uh, that will apparently never really end, at least for now, exactly. What, what's your take? Well, you know what? We've been here before. Um, I, I wrote about it in my book, If You Can Keep It. Uh, that book I came out four years ago, where I basically say that America should not exist. The only way a country like ours could exist, frankly, is miraculously if God's hand is involved. In the history of the world, we have never had freedom and self-government, but a number of things contributed to our coming into existence. And ever since then, you have a situation where there's a battle because it's kind of like, you know, uh, something is too wonderful for it to just skate along. There's going to be a battle. We face an existential battle in our earliest days coming into being in 1776. In 1860, we faced an existential battle. Um, and in 1860, people like Henry Wadsworth Longfellow in his famous poem, Paul Revere's Ride, looks back to the battle 
1776 and says we need to summon the strength we had then to fight this battle today. We are today in a similar existential crisis. If we don't win this battle, we cease effectively to exist. America becomes America in quotes. We will be America in name only. To be the country of freedom and self-government, the land of the free, the home of the brave, uh, requires more than being called America. We have to be genuinely free. We are in that battle this moment. And mm-hmm. I know that, you know, it's it's more fun to lie on the hammock and sip lemonade than listen uh, and, and listen to a baseball game than it is to be in a battle. But you know what? If you're called to be in a battle, embrace it. We are called to be in this battle for God's purposes in history. And I want to say that Speaking as a Christian, the battle belongs to God. He's on the side of liberty. He's on the side of freedom, overcoming tyranny. We're, we're literally uh, in a battle for the soul of America. And the whole world is watching, David, because the whole world has looked to America through the decades and the generations to be that beacon yeah. of freedom. My parents came here because it was a land of opportunity and freedom. They knew they could get a fair shake. If we are to remain that country, we have to fight. People like me are uh, fighting through prayer and through trying to get the news out on my program, on Twitter, and on various things. We, we have to do everything we can. But you know what? When you're fighting on the right side, it's a good fight. I really think that we will prevail, uh, but we need, to, uh, we need to fight and fight with joy. Be a happy warrior because yeah. if everybody says, oh, it's over, it's all rigged, we don't need those kinds of depressing voices. We need people who know if it's something's good, it's worth fighting for. So, Eric, when you say uh, we'll prevail in the battle, are, are you referring to potentially what's happening right now as it relates to Trump? In other words, is there do you believe there is Absolutely. some sort of smoking gun out there that eventually something may indeed break on this? Oh, listen, uh, this is why I tell people to follow uh, me on Twitter or follow me on my YouTube channel, The Eric Metaxas Show, because there is tons of, uh, of information that you're not gonna get in the mainstream media. The level of corruption is so significant that you don't even know where to start in talking about it. Dead people voting, we all know that's wrong. Uh, how about carting in ballots uh, when nobody's looking and saying that they all count for Biden? In other words, there are innumerable types of fraud, innumerable types of, uh, uh, of chicanery that have gone on, and so, it's so, I mean, here's the main point. It, it looks clearly to be somehow orchestrated. These aren't just a couple of examples. We're looking at a pattern. And when you're looking at a pattern, you have to conclude the nightmare is true. Yeah. Powerful people decided beforehand that if things aren't going our way and we don't think they will, we're going to do these different kinds of things. The evidence for it is coming out. There are tons of people that have signed affidavits. If you sign an affidavit that you saw something or didn't see something and it's false, you go to jail. This evidence is piling up. Uh, I, yeah. I've covered a lot of that, uh, as they say on my Twitter. But the point is, people shouldn't be fooled into thinking, oh, it's been decided. It's decided. It's absolutely not decided. If you don't know that you won fairly, you didn't win. This country doesn't want a president who's going to be under a cloud of, well, we think he cheated his way in. Half of America is pretty convinced that that's what happened. We're going to keep fighting, keep presenting the evidence. And, you know, ultimately, I would say trust God with the outcome. But you do not ever stop fighting if you believe the other side cheated. You need to show that they cheated.
And, and Eric, the media has turned an absolute blind eye to all of this. And, and I want to play a quick soundbite from Joe Biden himself in the, in the first debate. Listen to what he said about certifying the results of the election. Have a look. Will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified? Yes. And here's the deal. You count the ballots. Count the ballots. I mean, that's I mean, Donald Trump saying count the ballots. Joe Biden saying count the ballots. Let me let me let me break it down. When somebody says, hey, hey, everybody shut up. It's over. We need to move on. Anybody with common sense knows instantly the person who said that is scared to death, Mm -hmm. scared to death that you are actually not going to hustle along. You're going to pause you're actually going to count. You're actually going to investigate. Now, if you did nothing wrong, you welcome that. You welcome that. You want to have a mandate. You want the the, the nation to believe that you were elected justly. But if you're scared to death, you're going to say, it's over. I'm the president-elect. Let's have a party. Let's get a graphic designer to design a big sign that says office of the president-elect. Let's do everything we can to gaslight the American public because God forbid they start digging and start finding stuff we know not only won't we get in, not only won't we transition to the White House, some of us may transition to federal prison. This is incredibly serious. People need to understand that the Democrats are scared to death. If you're involved in voter fraud in America, you go to jail. I predict people will go to jail. I predict Trump will be reelected. And every American needs to take a personal interest in this. This is our country. Nobody wins by yeah. cheating. If you had to cheat, you lost. Eric, I got to tell you, we've known each other a long time now, and, and you're a passionate guy, but th- I detect something different, and it's more than just passion. This, this seems guttural to you. Uh, g- give, me, give me that sense of the battle and the war ahead here, exactly. I, I mean, I just, I just have to say that there are many people that are cynical, David, and if you're cynical, don't even talk to me. You're dead. If you believe in what is right and true and you believe in justice and you believe in the American way and freedom and democracy and you understand people died for these things that many of us take for granted. If you actually believe in that, you know that sometimes it's your turn to fight. Sometimes it's your turn to do what people have done in generations past. This is one of those times. And if all you can do is pray, by the way, God hears our prayers. He's real. He's not a fiction. He's not a fiction. We, we need to pray because this nation, what we have here is sacred. And anybody who takes it for granted and says, I don't care, I want to tell you, folks, there are people all around the world who would do anything to live with the freedom and the opportunity we have. It's worth fighting for. Uh, do not be cynical. Yeah. Be of good courage. God is on the side of truth and justice. If that's all you need to encourage you, I would say that should be good enough. Eric Metaxas, always great to see you. Congratulations with the radio show and all of your wonderful books. I really appreciate your time. Love seeing you. Thank you. All right. Eric Metaxas here on The Water Cooler. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, Look, I mean, the guy's passionate. uh, And you heard him there. He says uh, President Trump will be reelected. Is it a minority opinion? Yes. Is it possible? Guess what? Sorry, media. Yes. Back in a moment with Steve Bannon. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. 
Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to The Water Cooler, everybody. Hey, uh, earlier today, I was uh, filling in. Thank you very much. Not that you have to compliment me. uh, But I was filling in for Carrie Sheffield on Just the News AM, an early morning show, 9 a.m. here on Just the News and, of course, Real America's Voice. And I had a chance to talk to Steve Bannon. Uh, We had, a, I don't know, six, seven minutes to talk, which, of course, is like having me ask one question because Steve Bannon, he's like an encyclopedia. Uh, But I asked actually more than that. He talked about whether or not uh, Joe Biden is is a legitimate president-elect. Is he even president-elect? Anyhow, we get into all of that. Here's some of our conversation from earlier this morning. I guess let's just start with a 30,000 foot view question, which is January 20th comes. I mean, does, does the president have any shot at remaining president? What's, what's your kind of overall view of this? Listen, the president won a, a, a resounding victory on November 3rd, and I think this is about closing the deal. The president's greatest closer in history. Uh, it's, it's obvious that this mail-in uh, ballot scam uh, was used to steal this election. They're in federal court. They're in state court. You're having hand recounts. You're having hand audits. Uh, you see everywhere that the uh, either the Biden campaign or some of these uh, Democratic either secretaries of state or attorney generals are all concerned about the certification project, uh, process. Remember, if we get past December 6th and December 8th, which is the safe harbor when the electors actually have to be selected and then sent to the state capitals, then this whole election gets kicked into the House of Representatives. And I don't see right now how they're going to be able to certify this vote. There are major lawsuits in Pennsylvania in federal court. There's a very significant lawsuit by the Great Lakes Justice Center in state court with affidavits from employees who are essentially trained uh, to cheat in Michigan. Uh, Yesterday they had a three-hour, two-hour hearing, and the Biden campaign looked completely feckless in its defense. There's also Mm -hmm. a federal lawsuit in Michigan uh, using some of the same affidavits. Uh, they're going to file, you can break some news now, I think they're going to file later this afternoon. Lynn Wood, the great uh, lawyer, is heading up the legal uh, team for the president in Georgia, and they're going to file in federal court today a major lawsuit to throw out uh, hundreds of thousands of ballots in, in Georgia. So this is, uh, is going to go down. This is going to be a dogfight, and uh, people are into it right now. Okay, so Steve, just let me understand what you're saying, because uh, December 8th is the day, of course, that electors are supposed to be chosen or not chosen, but actually, you know, signed and all that. But you're saying that that if it goes past December 8th, we could be into this dueling electors situation where, in essence, Republican state legislatures uh, could actually choose Trump electors if it gets to that, if these results are not certified in certain states. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, here's the thing. The certification day for a lot of these states turns out to be the end of November. This is what they were arguing in Michigan court yesterday. They're, they're panicked now. They got a certification process. By the 6th, it basically has to be worked out and certified by either the secretaries of state, the governors, or sometimes the state legislature. It's a little different in each state. Yeah. But the key is the safe harbor is on December 8th. These elect slates of electors have to be certified, selected, and kind of named to go to the state capitals on the 14th. If you get past the 8th and it's not done, what happens? It's called you don't no one really has certification to get to 270 electoral votes. It, there's a process. And that's what I tell people, hey, don't panic. What happens? It goes to what's called a contingent election in the House of Representatives in January. 
uh, and right, right now it's by state party delegation. It's not by individual congressmen. The House selects the president. The Senate selects the vice president. Uh, this has happened before, right? It's happened in 1800 and then in 1876, and the law was changed actually at that time to make it a little more structured. But Nancy Pelosi would preside over, and right now by state party delegation, the Republican Party controls 28 state delegations, I think it is, to 22 of the of the Democrats. And so President Trump would be uh, yeah. elected uh, in the in the House of Representatives. I happen to think, and I've said this for, for, for months now, this, this total scam, this election, what they call the election integrity process project on the left was to basically have this mail-in voter scam where you couldn't have, you couldn't have verifiable, certifiable, really chain of custody of votes. There's a huge uh, situation developing in Philadelphia right now, I think on what's called naked ballots, where these ballots are. So you're going to see the discovery process. And here's my point. If Biden really wanted to bring the, the country together, David, he would be an active participant in this right now. Right. The, the Trump 71 million voters, as you know, are never going to accept Joe Biden unless they well, understand that this was a totally legal uh, election. And right now, the Biden campaign is not helping the discovery process. They're trying to shut it down. Well, and even in the debate, the last debate, he said he would wait till the results are certified before declaring being a winner. And of course, uh, here he is declaring himself a winner. Hey, the New York Times uh, added again. I want to read you a headline here about the Dominion voting systems. This is what they say. No, Dominion voting machines did not cause widespread voting problems. I mean, uh, give me a sense of what is this possibly the smoking gun that we're hearing about? What's going on there, Steve? Well, it may be one of many, you know, Texas, and we'll put back up again, the Texas, the state of Texas did a, a very a thorough analysis of Dominion voting systems in rejecting it over a year ago about all the security problems. And people are now drilling down onto the actual system itself that were these glitches or were they actually features? Also, who actually owns Dominion? Uh, what's the financing and back of it? Where the votes actually go to, to, to be counted? This is what's called the discovery process. And this is what the Biden campaign should be supporting. The Biden campaign should be a partner with the Trump campaign to get all this information out there so the American people know what's going on right now. Uh, the mainstream media is trying to say, oh, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. But every day you find out additional information. We need to know who owns it. We need to know who the executives are. You need to know the flow of information. If, in fact, it does go over to Europe to certain servers to be checked. All yeah. this has to come out. You're at the very, and this is what the legal process is for, David. This is called discovery. Right now, the Biden campaign with their mainstream media uh, you know, information warfare department are trying to are trying to suppress this, this inform and it's all going to come out. The, the Trump base is 1000 percent in back of the president. They want to see a full and frank accounting of exactly when it went on. Every legal vote should count. And if if, if Biden at the end of the day uh, has more legal votes than President Trump in the Electoral College, you know, the, the, the Trump people will say, OK, he won. But until that's proven, yeah. the president won the election on November 3rd. I got about a minute left, maybe a little less. Twitter and censorship and Facebook, uh, they're targeting you. What's your reaction to all of that and the way forward for people that are frustrated? They're, they're targeting everybody. Last night they took down the, 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 uh, the big data polling. They don't want to have, have a frank discussion of the facts. It's all about facts. As soon as they hear facts, they want to take it down. People should just know you go to alternatives. We've got to keep the community. Real America's Voice doing an amazing job as a streaming and on and on its cable operation and satellites. It's just fantastic. This is what people have to do. Push out this information all day long. The oligarchs in Silicon Valley do not want you to have alternatives to think these issues yeah. through. So just keep pushing. They're, they're shutting it down is actually a good thing. It's a tell. 
Well, that was Steve Bannon. Uh, I'd say on the water cooler, but not really. It was on Just the News AM. Look, I'm filling in for Kerry. I'm here. Uh, look, I don't mind. I'll do actionable intelligence if Eric Greitens lets me. I'll do an overnight show for that matter. All right. Anyhow, when we come back, we're heading to Georgia, the wonderful, great state of Georgia. Uh, Heather Mullins joins us there, reporter for Real America's Voice, talking about the latest in the hand recount. We're back in a moment. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome back to the water cooler, everybody. Hey, uh, Ray Charles has Georgia on his mind, and uh, so does Donald Trump, actually, uh, because he wants a hand recount. Darn it. I don't know if he said darn it. I just said darn it. Uh, But let's uh, check in with Heather Mullins, Real America's Voice, uh, reporter for Real America's Voice. That's now redundant. Uh, She's down there in Georgia. Uh, Hey, Heather, good to see you. Good to be here, David. A lot going on in Georgia right now. Two big things. Everyone's wondering, Who's going to get Georgia's electoral votes? Second, we have these two very big Senate races taking place. Uh, I'll start off with the presidential results. We saw Secretary of State here, Brad Raffensperger, yesterday announced that there will be a hand count of all ballots passed in the election. Now, this is big because we've heard that there's been a lot of voter fraud, voter irregularities here in Georgia, including one that should be noted. Uh, If you recall John Solomon talking about this, Dominion voter software out in Michigan that gave 6,000 votes to Biden that should have been for Trump, but it was it was corrected. That same software is actually used statewide here in Georgia. So a lot of residents here concerned about that. Uh, So it'll be pretty telling if this hand count of the votes produces a different number than what the machines were producing. Uh, Secondly, you have Doug Collins and the GOP chair here in Georgia that did submit a letter to the secretary Uh, detailing evidence of duplicate voters, dead voters, mail-in ballots that had no signature. There was also reports of people showing up on election day to go cast a ballot who uh, were told that absentee ballots were already cast in their names. So this is what we're hearing on the ground as far as the presidential race. The Secretary of State did say that the recount would be in charge of the election directors in each county. So what that's going to look like, look like, I'll find out in the coming days as I reach out to them. Um, but then the next big thing, these two Senate races, you have David Perdue running against John Ossoff. He's uh, 49.75% in his race, and Georgia law requires him to get 50% to take the seat. Then you have Kelly Loeffler running against uh, Raphael Warnock. Now, this is a pretty big deal because We heard from Senator Marco Rubio, who was just here having a Save the Majority rally, that back in 1995, Raphael Warnock was a pastor at a New York church, and uh, they hosted none other than Fidel Castro as a guest. So uh, now fast forward to today, he's running for the U.S. Senate, and you have people saying that this could decide 
the next four years of American politics. This is a very big race that we have going on. Yeah, wow, that's really interesting. Nothing like uh, Fidel Castro at the church, phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Heather, let me ask you a little bit about the presidential race. You mentioned the hand recount, uh, and I don't know if you have these details yet, but a lot of people are like, so what does that look like? I mean, in other words, are people gonna be watching other than actually count this again by hand, or, or are we just supposed to take their word for it, or what, what happens there, do you know? So as far as what the Secretary of State said, it's going to be uh, the election directors in each county. He wouldn't give much detail, but he mentioned that there would be two people counting the votes, that they would be doing it in uh, stacks of a thousand so that they would go through a thousand votes, put them aside, 561 for this person or, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, so that's really all he he talked about. But I do plan on in the coming days as this recount goes underway to um, be at these locations and digging in as much as possible because the American people have a right to know what this process is going to look like. Otherwise, they're not going to be satisfied with the outcome. Yeah, 100%. And I'm glad you brought that up about the, 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 this uh, Dominion voting software and this idea that if it's used statewide, that that hand count could be very different uh, for, or potentially very different from, from what we saw. Uh, is there any sense of... Uh, the hope factor there? I mean, do the Trump folks there or the Republicans down there really feel uh, encouraged that, that there could be a difference or they just don't know? I mean, I think there's a lot of people thinking that there could be a difference. This has been such a big uh, election since it kicked off, right? I mean, the, the battle between the right and the left has just been evident. And, uh, you know, you hear these phrases like stop the steal. People are thinking there's this widespread fraud going on and there very well could be. And that's why these investigations are so important. I think, you know, when it comes to the voter software, you've had people saying that, you know, we need to have one election day. We need to have paper ballots because they're the it's the least likely to be able to to, to commit fraud when you just have this standard. And we've gone and now we have early voting, we have provisional ballots, we have absentee ballots, we have you know software being integrated and mail-in ballots. And so there's all these different processes with how to go about uh, an election and it just sort of muddies the water. And I think we should get back to having that one day where you go in and you cast a paper vote. No, absolutely. Hey, I want to transfer over to the Senate race for a second. So you got David mm -hmm. Perdue. He, he almost got there, as you said, almost at 50 percent. Then Kelly Loeffler. Is there a sense of who's got the better chance there? To I, I mean, clearly Republicans think both can win. But is there one over the other at this point? Is, is Loeffler's path easier or is it uh, Perdue's path? Because, you know, Loeffler, of course, had Doug Collins uh, in the race. Yeah. And now Doug Collins is no longer in the race. Yeah. So Doug Collins dropped out. He uh, endorsed Kelly. So uh, there's some people that think after this audit that Doug Collins could actually win and not have to go to the, the runoff. But I haven't heard anything from the secretary of state saying this recount is going to include congressional races or any other races other than the presidential race. Um, as far as Kelly goes, I think that, you know, she one way or another is going to have a, a, a battle against her Democratic candidate because we've seen already these progressive nonprofit groups like vote.org or vote america right now coming here to georgia soliciting money because they need to help biden uh have allies in washington and stuff so you're gonna see a very big uh battle here in the coming month down in georgia and the one thing that concerns me and marco rubio brought it up at this recent rally is that you have democrats now encouraging people to move to the state of georgia to register to vote 
And then some people are saying that's considered voter fraud here in the state of Georgia. And so when you have people that desperate to win an election, I certainly think these allegations of fraud are possible because, I mean, who would even think of that? Yeah, I mean, that that's insane. But, uh, you know, that's what that's what, uh, you know, the system and everything is up against right now. Hey, uh, less than 30 seconds, but any sense of the timing of all of this when we think the hand recount will be done? And my understanding is, isn't there like a machine recount even after the hand recount? Ah, so, so what they're going to do is they're going to do the hand recount. If anything is within a certain percentage, just like half a percent or something, then they'll recount those specific counties with the machines. Uh, they're hoping to have all these recounts done by November 20th, and the two Senate races are slated for January 5th. Very nice. Heather Mullins down there in uh, Georgia, the great state of Georgia. I don't know why I'm talking like that, but it's like I'm New Yorker. But uh, thanks, Heather. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. There she goes. Off into the uh, Georgia sunset. I hope there's a Georgia sunset. All right. When we come back, Twitter censorship and what in the world is going on. Back in a moment. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to the water cooler, everybody. Uh, look, when I get on Twitter, what do I find? You know, this is disputed. This is disputed. I don't, you sure you want to click here? Maybe you don't want to click here. This is what Twitter's become. Look, I'm done with Twitter, FYI. Just a quick little aside. I'm going to Parler uh, because Twitter is just driving me uh, bonkers. Why? Because they are censoring us. Censorship. This is the sign. And you know, it's very famous now, made by our associate producer, Madison, and it's really impressive, and it's only $1.99. Uh, let's turn now to Jeff uh, Brain, who is the CEO of CloudHub. Uh, Jeff, thanks for being here. I really appreciate uh, you coming on the show. David, thanks for having me. Well, I don't even know where to begin. Why don't we just kind of talk about censorship and what you're seeing? I mean, you kind of live in that world of social media and, of course, with CloudHub, which I want you to tell me about. But what's your sense about what we're seeing as it relates to uh, the censorship today in America? Yeah, you know, the social media is the modern day town square, right? That's where we share our concerns and voice our opinions. But uh, free speech is a key component of a free society. And what we're seeing is social media for the first time, it's not a tyrannical government, it's private enterprise that's censoring people, and it's, it's a very dangerous and precarious situation. We're seeing all the platforms taking uh, their members off, or, or you know, on, on the day of the election, President Trump had 50% of his posts tagged. Yeah, it's, it's really insane of where it's gone. It, it feels like, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out this has gone to a whole nother level. Uh, what, what to... What can consumers do? I mean, how do you fight big tech, if you will? Well, I think the answer is alternative platforms. You mentioned Parler. Parler is an alternative to Twitter. Uh, and we, CloudHub is an alternative to Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, actually all in one, because we're, we're addressing the issue of all those platforms. They're all engaged in censorship. Uh, we have videos to replace those that use YouTube. We have groups to replace the groups on Facebook. And we have three timelines where people can discuss issues. It's very important, particularly at this time, you know, uh, 
Eric was just talking about the threat against our society and our government and, and our, our way of life that exists right now. And and it's it's very serious. I, I mentioned that, you know, even your network is on our platform. We have channels and your network, America Real America's Voice, is on there. And it was taken down by our hosting company last Friday. And it's still down. We took we have 57 channels on our our uh, platform and all 57 were taken down without notifying us in advance. And uh, we've gotten now 47 put back up. But, you know, the, it seems the common denominator is those that are uh, criticizing the election results and asking for a recount. Jeff, I've got to ask you, what kind of process do you have to go to to restore some of those channels, for example? Or like, in other words, what's the well, what happens uh, in terms of the conversations with uh, with other platforms and entities? Well, you know, uh, we're seeing that you know, the censorship is everywhere. I mean, it's it just, it's gotten to a level where we've never seen it before, right? Um, and in our case, our hosting company, uh, we've asked them numerous times, what was it about these channels or videos? Because, I mean, to have America's voice news taken down, you know, it's a national news network, um, is unprecedented. And uh, they, they have yet to give us an answer as to what it is. Now, we're looking at alternatives. Uh, we, we're very strong proponents and we don't just talk it. We, we fight for free speech. We've, we've brought people over from other platforms that have been deplatformed. Uh, big shows, X-22, you know, other shows. Uh, and, and it's just, uh, I've never seen anything like it right now, what's happening. It's just, you're, you're, you're fighting a constant battle. You know, we created a platform. Our platform is, is really about bringing people together and giving them a place and tools to be able to discuss the issues that matter to them, you know, whether whether it's local issue or a national issue, right? And and it's hard enough just building a platform, with, but then you have these major companies trying to um, ultimately undercut you by you know shutting down your channels or or censoring us, you know. But the answer really to your question is we need alternatives. Hmm. We need alternative, new alternatives. And you've got Parler, which like I said is an alternative to Twitter, and CloudHub, which is an alternative to Facebook and YouTube and um, that's what we need. We, and people need to be willing to move to these, these platforms. And uh, the big social media is deliberately discrediting, you know, people who speak out. And uh, it's really important to have a place where we can speak freely because there's very serious issues. You have to wonder if this was during the time when, when they were questions about smoking and big tobacco, would they be shutting down the critics of big tobacco? Because that's essentially what they're doing now to us, you know, with big tech. No, absolutely. I want to drill down a little bit on CloudHub as it relates to what sure. you tell me a little bit more. I mean, you kind of explained it uh, overall as an umbrella uh, as to what it does. But so, so get, take a user through it. What can they do at CloudHub that we're kind of as a one stop shopping in a way? Yeah, sure. So, you know, social media is mostly focused on look at me. I, I get this many likes, I get this many follows. It's about posting and, and, and counting the responses to it. And, and I, my background is a civic leader. Uh, I've done pretty significant things. And, and I felt that there was a missed opportunity in social media. We're bringing all these people together. Let's use social media to empower them, to connect, to collaborate, to share information, to discuss issues and advocate and influence the issues that matter to them, whether that's, you know, the quality of education in schools or, you know, the safety of our neighborhoods, you know, that's what social media should be about. And so CloudHub is, the, what differentiates CloudHub from the other platforms is on other platforms you post, but on CloudHub you do. You do in your society, you do in your community. It's about making your voice be heard and, and affecting 
positive change for society. Very nice. And once again, uh, the way people can get it, obviously, is they can go and just download the app or go online. How, how will that work? Are there any other uh, areas I'm missing yeah. of how to do it? No, that's absolutely right. Go to www.cloudhub.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen enormous growth over the last couple of months as people are seeking alternatives. And we're very excited about our future. Yeah. And by the way, uh, government regulation, I've got less than a minute, but government regulation here, uh, is it time for big tech to be regulated more strictly? I mean, with a Biden administration, my sense is that probably is not going to happen. <laughs> probably not going to happen. Well, well we, we're, we're actually concerned that there might be more censorship. Uh, but what we think the answer is not. So there's uh, Section 230, right? That gives yeah. uh, social media platforms exemption from liability. If they're found to be censoring, then they should lose that exemption from liability. I do think it's a mistake for government to get into deciding just as bad as it is for social media platforms to be deciding what's acceptable or not. It's it's wrong for government to do that. The answer is alternatives and, and yeah. to allow alternatives like CloudHub to have a path to grow and, and not be uh, censored or you know, um, have, our, have our opportunity uh, shut down. Jeff Brain, uh, great to have you on the program. I hope you'll come back. Thank you and good luck with CloudHub. All right, that is uh, Jeff Brain here on the show. When we come back, the last sip, and here's the question. If you put the Trump vote in, will the Joe vote come out? Back in a moment. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to the water cooler, everybody. All right, time for the last sip. A quick question. Is there voter fraud uh, that just took place in the election? Well, uh, the media says, give me a break. No, but they really should listen to Joe Biden, right? Didn't he say that? Have a look. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. There it is. There it is. Uh, voter fraud Joe, from Joe Biden's mouth. Oh, you go vault. Hey, look, by the way, uh, we figure we have a little fun. Uh, shockingly, we're having some fun at the water cooler uh, because, look, it, it's been a little heavy, a little ta- toxic. So, so I want to play this clip. We found this on YouTube. It's from uh, the United Spot. Uh, They do some satire. Great stuff of the Democrats talking about that voting system, you know, the software, uh, the Dominion voting systems, software glitch. Uh, Here are Democrats for you. Democrats are hardworking people. We don't cheat. Everyone out there thinks that their vote matters, but the only votes that matter are the votes that we say matter. Uh, You know, without these 100% accurate voting machines, people would still be talking about Obamagate. Hillary's emails and Hunter's laptop. I just can't wait to work with Joe Biden. <laughs> you put your Trump vote in the software and the Joe vote comes out. You put your Trump vote in the software and the Joe vote comes out. You put your Trump vote in the software and the Joe vote comes out. Uh, you-
you put your Trump vote in the software and your Joe vote comes out. You put your Trump vote in the software and your Joe vote comes out. <laughs> Just in case, if I have to translate that for you, uh, you put your Trump vote in the software <laughs> and the Joe vote comes out. And then, you know, there you have it. Uh, a little levity here, uh, because look, it's serious stuff, right? I mean, did the Joe votes come out when you put the Trump vote in? I mean, that's the big question uh, that a lot of folks are asking. Well, actually, now that I think about it, how many folks are really asking? Because the media is not asking. Uh, the New York Times is up with headlines saying there is no election fraud. And then, of course, uh, you've got uh, uh, election officials as well saying that. But just real quick, so when I look at those articles and I see that election officials said that. Um, most of them are Democrat officials. There are a couple Republican officials, but wait for it. The Republican officials the New York Times is talking to are from states like, oh, I don't know, Kansas. Uh, they're not talking to folks in Georgia and Arizona and all this. Anyhow, look, if you put the Trump vote in the software, the Joe vote's coming out, I guess. Back in a moment. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to The Water Cooler. This has been a high-octane show. I mean, Eric Metaxas off the top. Steve Bannon, come on. I mean, and now, closing it out, a lot of pressure here. Sophie Mann from JustTheNews.com. Do you feel pressure? I, do, I didn't right until right the second. <laughs> and now you do. But I think we can close strong. That's right. I and, think we've got this. And listen, the fact you've got the material because Georgia dead voters, hey, nothing quite like that for strong material at the end That's of the show. That's true. What do you got? Well, so as we know right now, Georgia has mounted a full uh, hand recount of its, of its state's votes. Uh, Biden is currently leading by about... 0.3 percent or 14,000 votes, which were not tallied until after election night, after the first couple of days of this election, um, where it seemed that President Trump was leading. Uh, both Senate races are going to um, to January votes. So there, nothing is really clear about Georgia right now, except that dead people have been voting. Oh, well, that's clear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so, I mean, as we saw a little bit in Michigan, birthdays have been stamped on some of these mail-in, obviously not in person, but mail-in and absentee uh, ballots of, of individuals who whose birth dates are marked, you know, as early as January 1st, 1900, so clearly not still living. Um, and, you know, there are several actual obituaries available for some voters that the Trump campaign has latched onto in their continued uh, legal and rhetorical fight against the results of this election. Yeah. Um, you know, President Trump has been going around, the website has been updated with, with real obituaries saying, you know, such and such individual passed away, funeral at... Um, four o'clock on Friday, yeah. you know, in, in October uh, of 2019. And then, lo and behold, October 2020, they re-register to vote. So these dead individuals are registering to vote, and now they're voting. Um, most of these votes are are swung in favor of uh, Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. um, and so, the again, the Trump campaign is, are really the ones who are uh, motivated to look into this, although it, you know, for the sake of the protection of the democracy and voter integrity, you would think that a lot of different people wanted to look into this. Mm -hmm. um, but it seems that more and more results 
of this type of thing are happening not only in Georgia, but around the country. Um, they've probably been happening for a number of elections, but mm -hmm. especially in the aftermath of this one, we're going to see a, a lot more of this type of thing. We, we don't know how many exactly, I guess. Not quite yet, no, yeah. but uh, at least at least hundreds, maybe more. All right, wow. All right, Sophie Mann, good to see you. You, you came you. through, by the way. Thank you. I know. <laughs> You're performing under pressure, I'm Sophie glad. Mann, <laughs> on the water cooler today. Uh, tomorrow on the show, I have no idea, uh, but we're going to have a lot of great guests. Uh, I can tell you this, we're going to continue to cover the Electora telenovela. You can find it here or on Univision, but it's around. We'll see you tomorrow.